G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, let's talk law and culture today here on 2020. Obviously, who sets the law? Well, you might think that governments legislate, and then, of course, you have a separated judiciary that makes judgments about the law when there are cases that need to be answered in some way. Let's talk about law and culture and being a Christian. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch is back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, I know you've got some concerns that the judiciary uh, is perhaps going a little astray today on some of the judgments they make. Mm. Oh, well, anybody following the, the newspaper headlines can see that they often get things out of whack and are often pushing agendas. But perhaps I should back up by saying uh, some people will think, well, what's the big deal about law? Well, law is one of those areas that God, of course, is greatly concerned about. There's a number of institutions of power and influence that he has set up that the other side is doing all they can to knock down. So whether we talk about family or the media, government, law, education, there's so many key areas where Christians should be salt and light in. But sadly, we've given up on many of these areas, so we've allowed the other side to kind of take over and push their agendas, and that's certainly true in the area of law. So if we see a lot of bad laws coming out of late, well, there's a good reason for it. We've uh, too readily given up in this and other areas, and we've allowed those who are not exactly friends of God or friends of the gospel to push some pretty radical agendas, and we see this happening all the time, including, I think it was, what, the New South Wales judge who ruled just the other day that there's now three genders that we have to deal with, so he just pulled that one out of his hat, made it up as he went along, and leaving a lot of Australians, you know, wondering what's going on here, how can judges just make this stuff up as they go along. Of course, as Christians, when we look to the Bible, we're appreciative of the fact that many of the laws that we have held true uh, date right back through to the Ten Commandments. Mm. In a simple way of talking about a foundation for law, those commandments, they're not disappearing out of the Bible, and they'll always be something that Christians will start to make their own judgments about whether the judgments that are being made by the judiciary are in fact true and right. Can you apply those laws from the Ten Commandments to the things we're seeing today? Well, you're quite right that uh, pretty much all of the Western world, its law originally was, uh, for the most part, biblical law, obviously, the Ten Commandments, but uh, the laws in the West were primarily built on the Judeo-Christian worldview and were in accordance with it, uh, and it made sense. You know, good laws about don't kill, don't steal, don't lie, uh, they all fit in with how any Western uh, society wants to govern and wants to run. So we certainly began from a biblical foundation in almost all of our law, and it's, it's probably true to say that all law has a, 
a moral foundation of some sort. But sadly, in the last century or so, we've seen a real uh, whittling away of this biblical foundation. And so now in our schools, our law schools, you have all kinds of alternative views. You can have uh, Marxist law theory and queer law theory and feminist legal theory and on and on it goes. You're taught all these pretty radical agendas when it comes to law. And of course, that in turn leads to radical judges, radical legislatures, radical interpretation of the law, and that's what we're finding today. We've uh, rejected God and his standards and uh, put in a lot of pretty radical, hostile laws in place. And that's kind of the situation we find ourselves in today. So we see more and more laws, for example, promoting alternative lifestyles, laws that are really... um, clamping down Christian freedoms, like proclaiming the gospel. So we have to see the big picture here as to what's happening. Why are laws becoming so hostile to the faith, so hostile to Christianity? And what can we do to both curb what we call judicial activism, but to get back to the basics? You know, we need Christians back in law, as we do in every other sphere of society, being salt and light. Because we talk about a Christian worldview and we talk about other views like humanism and you're concerned that this judicial activism is actually being guided more and more by a humanist worldview. Mm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All these things are not happening by accident. It's not as if, uh, you know, the Christian worldview has just kind of disappeared for no reason and uh, hostile views have come in. There's a entire groups of people and uh, ideologies that are very hostile to the very foundational beliefs of Christianity and people have been working at uh, doing their best to overthrow those beliefs in the areas of influence, so in law and education, in the media. Uh, In fact, I hate to say it, I was in my youth a wild uh, radical part of the 60s movement and we Uh, back then targeted these various areas. We took classes in uh, journalism so that we could take over the media. So we did have a strategy. We did have a a view that we had a takeover from within instead of violent revolution. There were many radical secular leftists who thought, hey, we can destroy a society simply by white anting it from within, take over these areas of the media, the law, and so on. Uh, I fortunately became a Christian, and I gave up my radical plans, but many did not uh, go on to become a Christian, and so their strategies have been put in place. So we do see those, uh, you know, even leading politicians today pushing very anti-Christian agendas, and you wonder, what's going on here? Why are they so hostile? Well, this in part explains it. There are those who are working to uh, really destroy the, the West and the Judeo-Christian foundation upon which it's based. So if you can see a cultural slide towards secular humanism, away from those Judeo-Christian foundations and roots that we might see, how do you turn things around, Bill? Mm -hmm. Well, they've certainly taken the big-picture approach. They've taken the long-term approach. Uh, You know, it doesn't happen overnight to overtake law or to overtake the media. So we, as Christians, really need the same. We, you know, we think we can just uh, live for today and solve a problem today, but some of these are long-term problems that will require long-term solutions. If they spent 100 years slowly 
getting into law and the media and government, well, again, as I said before, we are called to be salt and light. We need to have the Lordship of Christ extend to every area of life. So we need more Christian lawyers, more Christian judges, more Christian teachers, more Christian journalists, and all these areas where we basically forfeited and given the other side the right to take over, we need to get back in there and being salt and light, having the Christian influence, let Christian principles, at least to some extent, influence our uh, the way we do law, the way we do government, the way we do all kinds of things. It's not just a private faith that we have where we stay home and pray and go to church on Sunday and that's it, but our faith really should intersect with all the key areas of life as well, and that includes law. Well, the item that we've been talking about today you'll find on the Culture Watch website, Law, Culture Wars and the Christian. Bill Muhlenberg, it's always a pleasure talking and thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. All right, thanks again. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.